play the fucking intro. Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 264, where this time we don't have an interview, but the next couple we are going to. So stay tuned yes. for those. If you like hearing the bands or in some of these upcoming cases, the authors talk uh-huh. about their their art, then uh, we will have some in store for you. But on this episode, as per usual, we play a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool albums, great stuff, wrapping up with some non-punk, mm-hmm. the way we usually do it. Eric, a lot of cool new stuff has come out. Yes, indeed it has. It was a busy last, last Friday. It was busy the last couple of months, no right? less, but yes, <laughs> last Friday, Bandcamp Friday. Yeah, it was Bandcamp Friday was the one before that even. That was the, again, and, remember what I was saying earlier about my weeks morphing together? Yes, <laughs> we were having that discussion. This one actually had several releases, which is good and strange. I would have thought... You know, I guess the shit, if it ain't ready, it ain't ready. But you would have thought more would try to push into the mm. previous week for Bandcamp Friday. But not everything gets even released on Bandcamp, so uh. whatever. So, yeah, the the week after Bandcamp Friday, yes, that apparently got a huge, uh, got a pair, a, a huge load, huge digital delivery. It sure did. Bandcamp Friday was May sixth. We're gonna start on May 9th with uh, the release, The Christian Family. I talked about this last week. Go check it out. It's uh, released Voodoo Rhythm Records. The album's called The Raw and the Primitive Sound of. Then Cure, C-U-I-R. It's uh, like French synth punk. Ah, okay. And it's cool. Uh, It put out another release. This time it's on Offside Records. It's an EP. There's three tracks. I recommend checking it out. Uh, There's other releases to check out. So if you haven't checked that out. Go check it out. Look it up. C-U-I-R. You can find them on Bandcamp as well. And that translates to leather. Leather. Well, if you see any of the album covers and you see him because it's a one-man project, uh, then you will understand why that he goes by leather, I guess. Is that... Okay. I guess I'll have to look at that. (laughs) Look it up. Next series... They released 100% on Slovensky Punk Rock Portal on the 9th. On the 11th, Anti-Sexy released Nesuna Carne C. Salvera, which is an EP, and they put that out on Here and Now Records. Lawmaker put out a new single called People's Champ on the 11th. The Battle Beats put out Killed by Boredom, which is an EP. Dead Evil put out a new single called Invasion of the Mutant Space Bats of Doom. What a name that is, right? That sounds like a comic book. Could you say that again? Invasion of the Mutant Space Bats of Doom. That's a hell of a name, right? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a comic book. It also sounds like uh, one of those B-movies, you know, a- yes. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or Mars Attacks, something like that. I think you're right. I-, I pictured a comic book, but I think a B-movie, a B-horror movie is for sure the title there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the 12th also, Life Went Pair, which is all one word, they released Chris Lindbergh, which is an EP. Beer Teufel released Skinhead Party. That was on Lake Town Records and Sunny Bastard Records. On the 13th, Chef Smell, they released their Ska, Ruha, and Fet, which I've been meaning to check out both of those. Uh, I've been busy this last week, unfortunately. 
the state champs, they released Kings of the New Age, which is on Pure Noise Records. They did that on the 13th. Moontooth released Phototroph, which is also on Pure Noise Records. The Slime released Living on Borrowed Slime, also on the 13th. Pulley released Gold, The Golden Life. Uh, Sandinistas released self-titled Sandinistas on the 13th. Ben Out of Shape put out a new split with Scrotebog. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Scroteball. It's B-A-L-G, so it might be Bog. 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 They speak a native language in Belgium, if I'm not mistaken. Not French, not German, not Dutch. It was something else. I wish I had the info offhand, but I've already listened to the Ben Out of Shape half uh, a couple times through, which is awesome. I've been meaning to get to the other half of that split. Amuse, uh, they released Horsing Around EP. Two Minute Minor released a collection of covers, so most of its covers they've released on several because Two Minute Minor has so many releases, but they put all their covers all in one place, calling it a collection of covers. All right, then. And a lot of them are really cool. I recommend going and checking them out. I like Two Minute Minor. I've got eight Two Minute Minor shirts. I think out of all the bands that shirts that I have, Two Minute Minor it leads the pack. I've got one for every day of the week and then a spare. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Saving Vice. <laughs> they released White Rabbit, which is a single. Primitive Man released Insurmountable, which I bet you've checked out. And if you haven't, you're probably going to. Uh, yeah, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Shit. Dial Drive, they released Bury Me, which is a single. Oil Change released Whenever, which is a single. It's uh, going to be on an upcoming LP called Unfinished, which will be out on Dismantled Records. Pew, pew, pew. You got to say it that way. I, at least I will. They oh, really? <laughs> they released Open Bar on Dine Alone Records, and that's that P-K-E-W, P-K-E-W, P-K-E-W. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Sounds like the... Yeah, isn't that the Canadian punk band? I believe so, yes. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, yeah you can't I say, say it that way. Pew, pew, pew. pew. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just easier that way. Espertacos, <laughs> yep. they released CGT, which is a single, uh, a coverish of Menace's GLC. They've updated the lyrics a little bit, but essentially it's the tra- that song from Menace, GLC. Swab, uh, also on the 14th, uh, they released Big City. The Dick Dastardlies released Fucked Up Ronnie and Jet Boy EP, which is two tracks, both covers. Uh, <laughs> I remember Fucked Up Ronnie, and then they changed it to Fucked Up Donnie some years ago. Right. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jet Boy, if you like the New York Dolls, they did a pretty good job of covering the New York Dolls. Hell yeah. Uh, the Dick Dastardlies... Oh, that was the Dick Dash release. Blessure, they released a two-track EP called Ekaitza and Sabate, and that's on Tough Ain't Enough Records. Mutually Assured Destruction, they're releasing today Ascension on Triple B Records. That's the 18th. Box Elders releasing Minimums EP on the 19th. Booze and Glories releasing Raising the Roof EP on Pirates Press. Bishop's Green will be releasing Black Skies on Pirates Press, both on the 20th. Funeral Dress is releasing Let's Go Down to Pub. It's a single. The Decline's releasing Absent Mindlessness, which is a single on P Records. Claimed Choice is going to be releasing We Won't Give In on UVPR. The Path and Gone Wrong are releasing a split on the 21st. Screed, S-C-R-E-E-D, 
They're releasing What Have We All Became on Melodic Punk Style on the 25th. Skullcrack is releasing Addicted to the Underground on the 27th. Tear Them Down is releasing Dystopian Beats on the 27th. And Smoker Fire, new album from them coming out called Beauty Fades on the 27th. A lot, and a lot that reminded me that I still need to go back through and listen to. And sounds like a few things that you need to go listen to. Yes, uh, yes a couple. <laughs> Also, remember last week how we were talking about when the last time uh, Funeral Dress released anything? Yes. Well, actually, earlier this year, they released a single, hopefully slated to be on their upcoming release, but it's called All Politicians Are Cunts. Yes. Yes. I listened to it. It is awesome. Sure is. And and yeah, on top of that, the last uh, album they released, as far as I know, is Global Warming in 09. But the last, the final release that they ever did before this, uh, before this latest single was Back on the Streets. It was an EP from 2013. So it's been a near 10 years since they uh, released something in full, whether it be an EP or an LP. (laughs) So thank you, Funeral Dress, for leaving behind an extensive catalog. I basically just went down the rabbit hole and listened to everything by them. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? These guys have had it made for a while. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually <clears throat> played that track over on Punkanoi Worldwide for new tracks from that month. And I typically don't like to back the overly generalized statements because not all of anything is what people make it out to be. <laughs> but, yeah. man, if there's something out there that's pretty close to something I could back, all politicians are cunts, <laughs> is pretty, it's got to be the about the one that I would. Yep. <laughs> Just like name one off the top of your head you can trust. I mean, trust. Right? Uh, well, yeah. Exactly. I'm at a loss for that really one. So. Think about it. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some of that new music. Uh, what did you pick for this episode? Uh, this one, I chose a song from a Italian hardcore band, and I'm talking right in the heart of Italy. I'm talking Rome. <laughs> oh yeah. This is a band called Short Fuse. Now, side note, there was a band here in Salt Lake City called Short Fuse. Right. They were, yeah, if any of you street punks are listening, you know who I'm talking about. We loved them and we missed them. Pretty much the entire (laughs) street punk scene died with them, along with Drunk as Shit, who were working the thrash end of street punk. But as soon as those guys went under, street punk went under in Salt Lake. And... My boy, Tyler, who plays bass in my band, he was getting one started uh, with uh, Ronnie and Badger, who were originally from Gag Order, and one other person whose name I can't remember, but he's a drummer, and, or not a drummer, (laughs) a guitarist, and they were starting a band called Mad, which was Mutually Assured Destruction. We just talked about a band that was releasing that. I'm like, well, it's not that mad. Right? So, Yeah. But unfortunately, that band is uh, no no longer a thing because uh, both Ronnie and Badger they moved out of Salt Lake, I believe, up to Seattle. Okay. So, but well, Tyler is still keeping it going. There. Yeah, hopefully, we got a yeah. And then we got a plug up there, right? And that's originally where Tyler is from. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he was raised in, born in Canada, raised in Seattle, and now lives here. Okay. So yeah, he's been around. Um, I'm losing the I'm losing the idea here. So <laughs> he's still going through. He's like uh, start. He's still starting a new uh, street punk band because honestly, 
the the only street punk band here that is active is Power Beer. Right. And that's about it. I guess you could say the Usurpers, but I don't know. They're not t- quite street punk. They they're grimy, but Endless Struggle kind of fits that that don't they? I mean, that, they play with all the street punk bands when they come through. Oh, they well, did. They were the harbingers of Salt Lake City street punk. Right. They just, <laughs> but they don't not play as shows. Active. <laughs> yeah, they're not as active. Yeah. I know, and it it sucks that every time they got the last time they got booked for a show. They couldn't do it because two of their members got the CV. Uh-huh. Oh, God damn it. So, so yeah, Endless Struggle is kind of uh, on and off. But, yeah, and Power Beer, they mostly just play bar shows now. <laughs> so, yeah, we, you kind of see how everything's going a little weird. But it's also mentioned in the Usurpers. Uh, Tyler's uh, hooking up with Scatter to get something going. Cool. So, yeah, we'll be in some good hands here. We need some more street punk in these parts. I miss it. Okay. Anyway. Back uh, on track. Yeah, forget Street Punk. Forget Salt Lake. Start. Let's move our minds back towards Hardcore from Italy. The band I am talking about is Short Fuse, and they have a single that just came out back in March. That's how just it is. <laughs> yeah, it was a single called Liberation Dance, and went and listened to their catalog. They have a couple albums out, a couple of EPs, probably the... Uh, the biggest of which was the uh, the one with the ocean on it. Um, I will look at that in just a second. But the uh, newest, uh, yeah, the newest single, "Liberation Dance," is it's got that old school melodic hardcore sound. I'm talking like a not exactly on your strike anywhere type or strung out type, but more on stick to your guns. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Kind of funny. All of them are all of them are bands that start with the letter S. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's coincidence. And the album I was trying to remember was Sink or Swim. Oh, cool. I, they really love the letter S. <laughs> this whole genre. Um, anyway, yeah, it's it's very melodic, and it's got that uh, kind of have, yeah, kind of has that angsty, misanthropic feel to it. That uh, Just that whole emotion that's just making you, like, you're hurting inside, and all you can do is scream. That's what this music is feeling like, and it's really good. They do it really well. They hone their craft, and they really know how to work the instruments, particularly the melodies over the uh, hardened guitar riffs. That's been a staple in many a hardcore song, but particularly right here. It either works or it really doesn't, man. So Short Fuse, I believe what they have going on right now really does work. I've listened to the whole discography, and... I have listened to this one, and it is a contender amongst the many. So here is Liberation Dance.
So yeah, I got that uh, late 2000s, early 2010s uh, feel in hardcore that was going. The stuff that was kind of laid down by uh, uh, bands like Verse and Modern Life is War and uh, Comeback Kid, respectively. And <clears throat> just kind of uh, deciding where that ground was between being uh, uh, sultry and soothing and just uh, really pulverizing and just hard hitting. And some of them were a little softer, some of them were a little heavier. These guys are a bit on the <clears throat> pretty middle ground, a little bit more towards the uh, heavy side, at least based on what I heard in this song. But overall, yeah, they play both ends pretty equally. Nice. So, so yeah, I'm really loving what Short Fuse is laying down. I am picking it up. I picked it all up and absorbed a lot of it. And, yeah, I recommend you all to do the same. Right. <laughs> Yeah, if you like what you heard, that's basically their entire discography, sonically speaking. But you can tell what songs sound different than the other. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so there you go. That's the latest from the band Short Fuse, Italia. Well, we're going to bounce from there to a band based out of London in the UK, but they have band members also from Italy and band members from Poland. It's the band Booze and Glory. They're fantastic. I like this band a lot. They are releasing Raise the Roof, Raising the Roof, not Raise, but Raising the <laughs> Roof. It's uh, continuous. Yes. We're still raising it. And we're going to keep raising it. <laughs> so they're releasing Raising the Roof this Friday. It's a four-track EP. It's actually a 12-track, uh, or not 12, a 12-inch, 12 rather. I actually, it's coming out. If you ordered your vinyl from Pirates Press, you probably would have got it like, I got mine, but I haven't even opened it yet. But there it is. <laughs> it's a gatefold four, but it's only a four track. And it's pretty awesome. The vinyl's great. Uh, I recommend it. They, they released all the singles individually over the months preceding this. And I played uh, Raising the Roof, I think. I might have played Betrayed even over on Punkin' Oil Worldwide. But here we're playing the one that I don't believe they've released as a single, but you will be able to get it on the release. Uh, it's called. The Streets, I Call My Own. I really like it a lot. Again, it's coming out Friday, uh, May 20th. And if you're unfamiliar with the band, well, they formed in London back in 2009 and put out a lot of really great releases. If you want the vinyls and you're in the U.S., uh, I recommend going and checking out Pirates Press. I don't know that all of the releases are on the same labels in Europe, but they definitely have their releases in Europe as well if you want them on vinyl. So... Let's get into the track. Booze and Glory, Raising the Roof is the EP, The Streets I Call My Own.
well, yep, that is definitely a skinhead song. Right? <laughs> and, yeah, I do have to say, I gotta give, oh, I gotta give props to uh, the designer of the album artwork on this. And how it really uh, gives an accurate visual interpretation of this song. This is my home. It's the view one gets from standing on the stage out into the audience. And you see all the audience members. Every one of them has a skull for a face. Right. But it's just a lot of, yeah, a lot of leather jackets, a lot of cut-off sleeves, a lot of tattoos, mohawks, uh, uh, 50s-style uh, bump hair. <laughs> Yep. I forget what it's called, but it's Pompadour. like Pompadour. Yeah, Pompadours. There you yes. go. Oh yeah, and the yeah the flat brim caps that are like uh, you know, with the brim uh, pointed upwards, revealing the w- letters S T. You can see a shirt in there that says that's gonna say Agnostic Front. There's the one with the snaggle tooth, you know, Motorhead's logo. Right. And you got the you got the guy in the very center. Holding up the scarf saying, raise the roof. Right. Oh, yeah. And he's on the shoulders of one guy with the mohawk. Yep. With the oi shirt. And they got their West Ham United because that's their football club. They yeah. They got that on the shirt. It's pretty awesome. And then there's a guy. If you look at some of the tattoos, some of them are pretty funny. One of them just literally says, street punk. Yes. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Another one says, stay rude. Yeah, stay rude. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, of course, it would not be a punk show without the, the skinhead guy with the suspenders and the flannel and the little flat cap. Yep. With the uh, with the spider webs tattooed on his arm. Uh, absolutely. That, perfect description. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the, that is the punk scene, all in that illustration. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Which is awesome. Uh, we've talked a lot about it. Uh, I like it a lot. Definitely my style of music, and I love Booze and Glory. Uh, the EP's great. I've played a bunch of the tracks. I-, I recommend checking it out. And Eric just gave you a great description of the actual record. So if you want the record, you should go go to Pirates Press if you're in the U.S. Yeah. I guess they That's went I all out for this 12-inch EP. Yes. Just four songs, a gatefold, and just the, like I said, the illustration that I described here. They, they know how to sell it. Right. <laughs> they really, and they're representing. Good, Absolutely. Good job, boys. Well, the other release that Pirates Press put out on Friday, I, I have that as well. I think, like I said, if you ordered the record, you probably would have got them a little bit early. But the digital versions, if you've been waiting, uh, they are to be coming out this Friday, the 20th. And it is New Bishop's Green. It is a LP as well, but it's seven tracks. And I've listened to those seven tracks. I think they've actually, both of them have been on Spotify. So you might have been able to check them out on Spotify, but no... Uh, Bandcamp or iTunes or anything like that. And I will definitely be playing something off of Black Skies before too long as well. Uh, let's get into some other new music for the this show, though. It is a band that is based out of Chicago. We're actually playing two bands back-to-back from Chicago Indeed. unintentionally because I picked one, Eric picked the other. And I bet when Eric picked his, he didn't know that this band right here is from Chicago. I did not. See? <laughs> unintentional. Uh, Voice of Addiction, they're from Chicago. They're going to be releasing Divided States. The album artwork is pretty awesome, but it's the album's not actually coming out until August 5th uh, this year, so you got quite some time. But you can head over to their social medias and see cover art and such. They did put out a single already, though, Shinigami, S-H-I-N-I-G-A-M-I. And if you're unfamiliar with the band, they've been around since 2004. They've done over 1,500 shows across North America. 
and they are politically charged and socially conscious. That's the type of music that we are going to be getting into. The single was officially released April 8th, so just over a month ago. The album again comes out in about, well, just under three months. So we'll give you a taste of what you'll be in for. Here we go. Shinigami from Voice of Addiction. Nobody thought I'd turn out like this. I've had a lifetime to learn my lesson. But I never quite got the message. So I drive all night. It's alright if I just make it out of here alive. So when I fall down, I pick myself up. I beat the dust off my shirt and I try not to turn myself up. Every time that I die on the stage, trying to break up my cage, pretending that I'm still half my age.
as that winds down. What'd nice. you think? Nice. <laughs> it was it was nice, right? Though I will say the uh, the little teenage mind couldn't help but hear shitagami. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh man. Yep. That's what happens when you watch too much Beavis and Butthead at such a at such a young age where the mind just absorbs everything like a sponge. Right? Yeah. Speaking of Oops. sponges, go check out that album cover, Divided States. You'll know what I mean. <laughs> oh dear, another one. By the way, I looked up what Kerr is. I looked up why oh. I would get the leather thing. <laughs> yeah. Man, good lord. <laughs> I know what that is. Yes. It's a bondage slave. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's just, what he wears when he performs. Of course he does. It's <laughs> kind of like, it reminded me of the Maxis. Okay, yep. Yeah, the Maxis and, yeah, the Maxis, they wore the Mexican wrestling masks and also the mentors, they wore those, uh, you know, those executioner hoods. Right. And I guess the dwarves as well, at least the guitarist, he who should not be named. Right. Also <laughs> wearing nothing but a jog strap, a Mexican wrestling mask, and Converse high tops. Right. <laughs> that's that's it. So yeah, this guy, we can uh we can jock him up to the club. <laughs> Thank you, Ker. Ker? Ker? <laughs> yeah. Leather. Okay, so anyway, yeah, voice of addiction. That was a good one. It was a good Shinigami. one. Shinigami. Go check that uh, Shinigami Shinigami track. Uh, and again, Divided States will come out in August. They might be releasing. I mean, the first single came out April 8th. And, you know, about four months after is when the release is coming out. So you might be hearing another single or two. Be on the lookout. Follow them on social medias. We'll get to those as we do towards the end of the show. Eric, let's get into some older or lesser known tracks. In this case... Yeah. Probably just a little older. That's it. Yeah, just a, just a little older. I believe uh, 2008 was the release date. Ding ding! You yep. got it. It's October 7, 2008. Yep, I got the release year right, but I couldn't get the title correct. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> the uh, yeah. When I was uh, listening to this album, I kept thinking I got to put this in the uh, in the podcast uh, the, the list of songs to play for next week. Now it is next week. And I was like, oh, wait, I didn't put anything in. So I was kind of in a rush in between, you know, jobs at my at my work to uh, just like, okay, here is the album, Rise Against, Age of Unreason, <laughs> <laughs> and the song Hero of War. I don't know why I chose Age of Unreason. I mean... Uh, Dustin pointed out when he was looking up the album, all he was getting was Age of Quarrel, you know. Which I did talk about on this uh, <clears throat> on this uh, podcast last year, but so I guess I just kind of have it in me to just put age of like uh, the predictive text of my phone recognizes that. <laughs> That's how much <laughs> I've typed it out. Age of quarrel and unreason. Yeah, it's the album is appeal to reason. So you know, it's <laughs> kind of a. It was a huge uh, Freudian slip. So, yes, it is not Age of Unreason, although that would be cool if it was, like, nothing but B-sides. Right? Yeah, maybe so. But, okay, after that bit of a mix-up, everyone knows who the fuck Rise Against is. They have been active since, God, what, 98, 99? 99. Yeah, 99. And they made a huge name for themselves, made a huge splash in the, uh, what I was saying, the melodic hardcore movement. They were the kingpins of that. 
Just like, and their surrogates were like strike anywhere and comeback kid. Nice, <laughs> like that. So Rise Against, they were the, uh, they were the Green Day of, of melodic hardcore. Nice. <laughs> so, and they made their living doing what they did. They released a lot of great albums, and I really do love Appeal to Reason. It's one of the. It's one of my favorite records that they put out. I it's kind of a toss up between that one and Revolutions Per Minute. Okay. And uh, oh yeah, Suffer in the Witness. That's a good one. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, Siren Song. Also a good one. They've uh, they released a lot of great hits in a row. True. Just in the just in a ten year span because yeah, the two thousands they were ruling the world and they still technically rule the world. They're playing arena shows, they're headlining festivals, and they're still just having a good time. Anyway, so yeah, enough of that. Enough of me talking up Rise Against as if they really need it. <laughs> well, kind of. If you're uh, if you're one of the uh, real punks, you, oh man, I've heard so much shit being talked on <laughs> their ends. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Like I said, they're the Green Day of melodic hardcore, right? And we all know how many people love slash hate Green Day. Yeah, the bigger you are, the more haters you get, but. You only get haters if you actually have something of of worth. Right? Exactly. Didn't so, you get one of those recently? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I will talk about that. I will talk about that more when we get to uh, the concerts and live shows cuz oh my. Fair oh enough. my god, there is another thing related to that whatever. It's a it'll come. Don't worry. Uh, but yes. The, my reason for choosing this song, listening to Appeal to Reason, I was going back like, oh, my high school days, this is some fun shit. I remember I was listening to this day in, day out. And and yeah, there are some really good songs on this record. There's like Long Forgotten Sons, there is uh, Re-Education Through Labor, and probably the biggest one, Savior. Wanted to save you. Yeah, yeah. that's their... That is one of their uh, calling cards. It's a staple in their set list. I've seen them three or four times, and without fail, that one always gets played, right. yeah. and it always gets uh, always gets the biggest crowd reaction. Well, that and give it all. Right. <laughs> yeah, those are the two hits, and yeah, everyone loves them. Uh, they got quite a few hits, but this one is a bit of an undercut, and it's one of their softer songs, and I mean softer as it's just Tim with his acoustic guitar, and he's singing. The song called "Hero of War," and he's basically uh, taking on the uh, taking on a characterization of a soldier who is going on who is going overseas to fight in the war. In two thousand eight, that was the war on terror. That was everything, all the turmoil going on in the Middle East. Most of it on account of our bitch asses. Right. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Operation Iraqi Liberation. Go fuck yourself. Um, oil. Yeah, oil. That's an anti-flag song too. Yeah. And, oh yeah, and speaking of anti-flag, I was, I was kind of bullet in my head. Yeah, this is kind of their version of what anti-flag put out a few years prior, one trillion dollars. Okay, because it's very much kind of a, talking about the same thing, where it's like the uh, how the capitalist industry managed to through the military-industrial complex managed to managed to put a price on people's lives. <laughs> And it's a, and it fluctuates, but the reality is when you go into the uh, when you're going into the battlefield, you have to do st- you have to do things that are questionably ethical right. or moral. It's like for the greater good. <laughs> and why are you doing this? Well, that's what you were trained for. Right. You kind of uh, sacrificed any any choice that you had, and that's what Tim is putting across in this song. Just like. 
how we kind of uh, boost up these soldiers as the heroes that they are. But a lot of them really don't see themselves that way. Some of them, some of them got shell shock. Right. They can't live with themselves for some of the things that they have did or have witnessed. I know a few. <laughs> have known a few. Right. I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of little grunt work over there. Like people go into the military and they're working the equivalent of office jobs. But for the uh, the people who are on call, <laughs> the people who actually go into the battlefront, it's a uh, oh boy, they they don't have a shortage of stories, <laughs> and some sure. of them are told with uh, teary eyes. And so that's what Tim is putting across in this song. He has no ties to the military, never enlisted. I would find it surprising if he did through all the activism and all the lyrics that he has put out. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it still hits so hard. Just the emotion in this song and what the people have to do. And, and yeah, I'm kind of bringing this back around to the shit still going on in Europe. It's still going on. It's not a hot topic in social media anymore, but it's still going on. People are still talking about it, and they're still, we're still kind of uh, looming on the precipice. Right. <laughs> and just waiting for someone to uh, pull us back, or we're going to fall into some shit. <sighs> so, yeah. Just keep just keep all that in mind when you're listening to uh, songs like this. There's still political turmoil. There will still be punk songs to be written. So here is one of them from 2008. Different setting, but the message is still the same. Here's Hero of War. He said, son, have you seen the world? Well, what would you say if I said that you could? Just carry this gun, you'll even get paid I said that sounds pretty good Black leather boots, spit shine so bright They cut off my hair, but it looks alright We marched down, we sang, we became friends as we learned how to fight a hero of war yeah that's what I'll be and when I come home they'll be damn proud of me I'll carry this flag to the grave if I must cause it's a flag that I I kicked in the door I yelled my commands The children, they cried But I got my man We took him away A bag over his face From his family and his friends They took off his clothes they pissed in his hands I told them to stop But then I joined in We beat him with guns And batons not just once But again and again A hero of war Yeah, that's what I'll be 
strikes a few nerves right <laughs> the way that it's presented you can picture it on the on a scale of like a uh, uh, a, a visual interpretation similar to that of like saving private Ryan or platoon or just these uh just really presenting the the reality of what war is and yeah on, on that side note like when uh, uh when Spielberg released uh, saving private Ryan he released it privately to a group of uh, World War II vets. And right after that intro, you know, the Normandy Beach invasion, they actually commended Steven Spielberg for how accurate it came out. Wow. If you've seen it, like, holy shit, man. It was. It just it brutal. just comes out. It's like brutality at its finest right there. So, yeah, you really got to commend to uh, some of the artists realizing how... Not so black and white these things are. And like I've said before, it really isn't over there in Eastern Europe. It's not the people that you should be hating. It's not the it's not the people surviving or the people attacking or anything like that. It's the people telling them to do that. And it's like, if they disobey, well, it means their life. In most cases, it does. So, yep, not a lot of... Uh, not a lot of glory to be had in some in most cases. Right. Yeah. Some people like to see it that way. Some people come back and they are proud of what they did. And be that what it is. It's like, okay, you can you can be proud of it. You are entitled to that right. Right. <laughs> it's like you can be proud of it. You can support the MI uh yeah, the MIC. That's what it was. And Yes, you can support the troops. It's like, okay, good. You have the freedom to do that. And yeah, we only have that freedom because they gave it to us. Save the save the rhetoric, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, they they made a choice. 
A decision was made. Now they got to live with it. Right. For better or worse. Anyway, that's a... I think my soapbox is about to collapse. So I'm going to get <laughs> down off of that. <laughs> well, we're going to next play a band from San Antonio. The band is called Down Not Out. They're actually going to be playing some shows coming up. And I'm going to get a little bit ahead of myself because we'll talk more about other ones. But since we're going to play the band, we're going to talk about theirs here in a second. On Outside Records, they, they released uh, a couple singles November 5th, 2021. That was... Last Night's Regrets, and Wolf's Blood. Uh, we're going to check out Wolf's Blood here in just a moment. They do have some other singles, but I just wanted to play something new from them. They do have a demo. They had some cool tracks on that demo. They're going to be in Salt Lake City Wednesday, July 27th, playing with Drink Fight Thugs, who are also from Texas. But they'll be playing with Marine Corps, Debasers, and Molotovin over at Trash Palace. So they will be here in Salt Lake playing those shows. And then, around that time, they are going to be in Juarez, Mexico on July 21st, Pomona, California on the 22nd, Oakland on the 23rd, Fresno on the 24th, Vegas on the 26th, again, here in Salt Lake, July 27th, Denver on the 28th, Oklahoma City on the 29th, and back to Dallas uh, on the 30th. Again, they're from San Antonio. Check this band out. They are cool. I'm glad they've reached out. Uh, a lot of cool bands out there, and I'm always happy to check out more. So we'll talk more about those, the rest of those shows as we get closer to July. But I figured, hey, we're talking about them. They're going to be on tour, and if they're going to be in an area near you, you should check them out. They're going to be in an area near us. I'm going to check them out. All let's, right. Let's play Wolf's Blood. Here we go with Down, Not Out. I can't. 
That was awesome. <laughs> right? We were talking about street punk early in the show. Well, there's your dose of street punk. There we go. I really love how the how the vocal uh, patterns were following that little uh, chunky riff in the verse. Right? <laughs> almost, it almost came across as like he's just a rap and a flow right there. Yes. But, man, it was good. I got to commend them for that. It was good stuff. Uh, check them out. Down, not out. Again, they're from San Antonio. Go check out their social medias if for some reason, or actually just rewind. Rewind back to where I told you all the dang shows they were playing here on the on the West Coast. They're going to be in Salt Lake on the 27th of July. Well, thanks for that prequel. Right? <laughs> all right. Let's uh, talk yeah, the, about the, shows, The right? main event. <laughs> the, let's talk about some shows before we get into some albums. What, what do you have to talk about? Did you see any shows this last week? I did not, but did you? Did I? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, what a week. Okay, yes. Last Wednesday, that was the lovely, lovely show at Aces with Necrowolf, Deathblow, Paralysis, and... How do you say the name? Oh, yeah. F-R-I. No, E-R-D-I. Dry. Uh, dirty, rotten imbeciles. <laughs> I've only been looking forward to that show for a month and... A few other months before that, <laughs> probably because uh, last month I was talking with uh, Katie, like, hey, I purchased my DRI ticket. I realized I didn't get a confirmation code. Uh, what's up with that? Oh, well, let me uh, get our website, uh, the person who handles the site, to send one over. Oh, yeah, I see that you purchased it. Let me send you the QR code. All right. Sense it. I didn't get it. Send it again. I still didn't get it. And... She sent it again. At this point, I am going through my junk mail. I am going through my spam. I am going through the trash. Everything. I'm just like, where is this fucking thing? <laughs> so after like four or five attempts, we just said, oh, fuck it. We're just going to put you on the list. Nice. And after we said that, boom, there it goes. I'm like, oh, God, finally. Uh, so thank you, Katie, for looking out. <laughs> so help me God. I was seeing DRI, and I saw them, and my lord, so many good songs. They they played some of my favorites. They failed to play some of my favorites. Like, Damn them. I know. Damn rotten imbeciles. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were super fun. I was holding out, like, maybe they will play because, because I'm scum. Maybe they'll play the trade. Maybe they'll play gun control. They did not. They did not, but they played some of the expected ones. They played Couch Slouch. They played Suit and Tie Guy. They did uh, Violent Pacification. And, of course, Thrash Hard. Everyone got crazy on Thrash Hard and Beneath the Wheel, respectively. It was a, it was a fun show. I got all thrashed out. Awesome. Not bad for a show in the middle of the week. Right? <laughs> yeah. It was a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So... Yeah, and I was still able to go to work the next day. I work in a warehouse, and I also do delivery for that place. So a lot of heavy lifting. I still managed to go in with my coffee. I did all necessary stretching and my 10 push-ups that I do every morning without, with ease, with ease. There you go. <laughs> that that's, It was a good week then. Oh, it was. It was, and the weekend got really weird. But <laughs> that's not a story meant for the uh, podcast. So it's, I'm just... I'm moving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving. And if you've ever moved before, it sucks. So there was more heavy lifting. Right? <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, 
I was not sore after the DRI show. After last night's show, oh, I am. I was pretty stiff and sore today. I still did all my stretches and push-ups and everything. Amazingly. <laughs> last night was my band playing with Sacrilegion, both of us opening up for the mighty Goat Whore. Nice. New Orleans uh, Satanic Metal Kingpins. And my God, it was fun. We had some... We had some good times at that show. I decided to make uh, make a bit of a spectacle of ourselves because I even announced this on stage. We are not death metal. We are the only non-death metal band on this bill, so I hope you enjoy us. <laughs> and I came out wearing heart-shaped sunglasses that were uh, that I painted over in black Sharpie. And in gray Sharpie, drew little pentagrams on the lenses. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I wish there was photo evidence of that. Because I don't know where those sunglasses ended up. And I bought them that day for this specific reason. <laughs> uh, but we were the first band to open. And, yeah, we were the first band. And we requested that we have us, that our stage walking music, when we're coming out on stage, is... I'm a Bobby girl in a Bobby world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that got people like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Because <laughs> the background music was just a lot of uh, a lot of Judas Priest playing, and then all of a sudden this uh, Aqua song comes up. <laughs> this, this song that you thought died in 1998? No, it's still here. Me and Tyler came up with that idea. We thought it would be super hilarious. Yeah. All you long-haired death metal heads here to here to sing "Fuck by Satan," <laughs> and the open it, the first thing you hear is "Party Girl." Oh uh, yeah, the sound guy was having it. He's like, "Oh, that's a good idea." That's funny. Um. Anyway, so we we played our set and. After we get off the stage, um, Sydney gets approached by this one guy who is a allegedly a stagehand, and and basically said, hey, "You know, you guys, you'd be a lot better if you like could actually write music." What? <laughs> actually write music, sir? <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, you guys are like a." Uh, you're a really shitty metal band, but you're a great hardcore band. Thanks. <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't there for this, but this is what Cindy was relaying to me. And she just looks at him like, okay, first off, are you a producer? Do you know how to write music? Do you know what's supposed to, do you know what it's like to be on stage? Uh, no, I, I'm not. Okay, then. You're basically a keyboard warrior. Minus the keyboard. <laughs> I'm just like, this guy is talking so much smack. And who is he? After after we were loading out, I was talking to some of my friends who were stagehands. And I told them about the incident. And was like, oh, really? Which guy? Uh, the guy in the colorful hoodie. Like the yellow hoodie. He was balding. Just this really slender guy. Oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, wait. I know you're talking about. But I just showed up here. And nobody knew who he was. So like. So he's basically just loitering? <laughs> just one of those kids who like figured, hey, there's a show. I'm going to go pretend to be a roadie. <laughs> and it's like we didn't really see that much of him. It was just He was just there, talked shit, and then disappeared. <laughs> like, go fuck yourself, man. Oh, God. It's like, yeah, there's a difference between 
uh, criticism and shit talking. <laughs> criticism is offering recourse for what you are hearing. Shit talking is just exactly that. Talking shit. Right. It's like, you guys suck. Criticism is like, you guys aren't that good, but you could do better. Right. This guy was just like, yeah, how, what's your recourse? Uh, if you just knew how to write songs. I'm like, I'm a, <laughs> I've been composing, learning music since I was nine years old, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You'll fuck yourself. I'm, haters hate. Yeah, haters hate. And speaking of which, if you follow my band on Instagram, you will see a specific comment that was on Facebook. It was, uh, Gohor made a post and they're like, hey, Salt Lake City, we're going to be playing uh, in your in your city on Tuesday with uh, Sacrilegion and Anonymous. Please come out. And there were a few comments on there. Some of them were just like, oh yeah, some blackened death metal, right? Yeah, satanic death metal or shit. And they're like, and they're like, who are these? Who are these opening bands? Never heard of them. And one person, Nicole Lenars, says, Anonymous sucks. I'd skip them. I go, we have a hater in our midst, but that is a very specific last name. Now, this is where it gets interesting. <laughs> Nicole Lenars, we started calling her Nichole because it's N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Nichole. Or Nichole. <laughs> right? She is married to uh, my ex's ex. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The guy she was dating before me, her longest relationship, who is a total piece of shit, I might want to add. He was a, he sucked. <laughs> and I assume he still sucks now. And even more so because he's got his wife as a shit-talking mouthpiece on Facebook. Someone who most likely has not even listened to us. But you know how she knows us? Because who she's married to, Chase, I'm going to say his name. He's No one knows him. Right. No one's going to listen. He's not going to listen. He doesn't know what music is anymore. <laughs> his old band, this shitty, shitty, shitty deathcore band called Oak and Elm, was the first band Rissa was in. That was her first band where she was drumming and there was a whole lot of drama going on between her and and Chase and her boyfriend who happened to be playing guitar at the time and there there was way too much to uh talk about right here but the bottom line is Nicole was only talking shit on Facebook about us because she has beef with my ex and Rissa <laughs> yeah and Rissa's not even in the band anymore <laughs> so like Cue the, you're out of touch. Right? Uh, so, yeah, if you follow us on Instagram, there's the backstory to where that fucking shit-talking comment came from. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we apparently have two new enemies who don't even really matter. So, I mean, enemies shouldn't matter. But that was uh, one thing that a uh, an Instagram user who follows us gave me that bit of information that I said earlier. You know... You only have haters if you have something of worth. You know, you can't have haters unless you have like diehard fans. So it seems like you're working both ends. Right? Like, yeah, touche. <laughs> so so yeah, overall we got so, we got we got some compliments. We did very well at <laughs> at the Metro. They they really made us sound good. Holy shit, they made us sound 
I think the Metro is one of the better venues for sound. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The sound is a uh, is immaculate over there. Although I can't say the same for uh, <clears throat> the one promoter, the <laughs> JRC shows. Just to, uh, <laughs> I'd never hop on a JRC show. It's one of those pay to play fucking promotion types. I hate that. We sell our own tickets, which we didn't do this time. Right. I never do it. It's like, yeah, we're just not going to get paid our share of the door fund. I'm like, okay, well, fuck you anyway. We're going to get money from the merch we sell. Right. You know? And if anything, money should be going to Goat Whore. They are the touring band. Exactly. <laughs> fuck. So, yeah, we didn't get any door money because we didn't sell the 15 tickets. I just thought it would be an easy uh, turnover. It's like 15, three per member. Yeah, we can make that work, but... I failed to go pick him up, and honestly, I could give less of a shit. <laughs> yeah, but the reason why I went on it, it's goat whore, man. I will sell my soul to play with goat whore. So I sold out and just hopped on the JRC show. So uh, thank you for getting us on there, Jordan, but also fuck you at the same time. I hope you actually paid out the ass for goat whore because they deserved it. They had a great set. I'm going to talk about goat whore now. So we can stop talking about me getting... Uh, my band getting lambasted by people who don't matter. <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah, Goat Whore, they come out. They have their uh, they have their little uh, logo in the back. They have the satanic emblems, the uh, sigil of Lucifer, and they just killed it. What What else can I say? They are just a great band. They know how to work the audience, and there's no barricade, so... Uh, ben, their singer, he's coming up and he's like slapping hands with everybody. He's fist bumping and he's just like getting in people's faces, just yelling at them. I'm like, you know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, they played a lot of hits, a lot of the old stuff, a lot of the uh, newer stuff. And and of course, they had to play Fuck by Satan. That is their biggest song at the moment. <laughs> uh, but it was it was great. There was the venue was not at full capacity. I mean, it wasn't very promoted. Uh, wasn't promoted very well, and again, it was a Tuesday night, so not a lot of people will be coming out. But some people we knew, they were there from the beginning. They were supporting us. They were, they were singing along. They were clapping along. They were just having a good time with us. And like I said, we made about a a pretty penny of merch. We actually sold just over a hundred dollars worth of material. Awesome. <laughs> yep. We only have two hoodies left. Great. That's yeah. good news. Yeah, that's, that's fucking rad. <laughs> anyway, another funny thing. This was the first show we played with our new banner. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so we finally unveiled that, but you couldn't really see it that well. <laughs> that's just the material it's made out of. But So yeah, Goat Whore fucking killed it. And I got to hand it to the boys in Sacrilegion, our homies, our brother band. We We were there when they played their first show. And we've been playing a lot of shows with them. It was like... Them and Suffocator. We've been booked with them quite a bit. Cool. And I love that. I love it. I love the guys. I love the bands. And they and they give their all every time. And Sacrilegion, they are just such an in-the-pocket band. They are death metal, so they kind of have to be, you know? But, yeah, there's just everything they're putting down. The guitars sound so evil. Connor is doing very well, uh, working both ends as a front man and a guitarist. He's done vocals before, but he's done vocals behind the drums in some of his previous bands. Oh, cool. Now he's switched over to the six-string instrument. <laughs> so that was a good time. Uh, 
And and yeah, after a while, we were lo- we were just loading everything out and hung back with the goat whore guys and kicked it with them for a minute. And th- yeah, they're apparently releasing a new album in October of oh, this cool. year. Produced by Kurt Ballou of God City Records. That is also the guitarist of Converge and co-founder of Death Wish Records. So they're in good hands, people. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and the, oh, yeah, and Goat Whore's merch, they went all out. It's like, yeah, you have the shirts, you got the stickers and whatever. You had the patches, uh, but you also had beer koozies. You had a... They had this little coffin case that had their custom picks inside of it. And they had what I bought, their custom hot sauce. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, they had hot sauce. I'm like, yeah, I got to get this. I love <laughs> hot sauce and I love goat whore. So let's see what they're putting out here. Oh, boy. So, yeah, that was my uh, that was my week. And I got more shit coming up. Like, my awesome. God, I got more shit. It's going to be... Uh, it's been a loaded uh, past couple of weeks, and it's going to be, uh, it's all part of this loaded month. My God. On personal ends and on uh, showcase ends. But we'll talk about that soon. Um, Dustin, give me a break here. <laughs> tell yes. Me, tell me of the other bands that are touring. There are some other bands that are out uh, playing, going to be playing shows. I've, we've mentioned this. We did the interview, Razors in the Night. I'm going to keep mentioning it, well, this week and next week. Uh, at the Sonia in Cambridge, Massachusetts, just outside of Boston. Dual reunion show with Razors in the Night, Tijuana Sweetheart, May 28th, and Sky Tigers will be playing with them. It's only 15 bucks. That is a steal. Go check out that dual reunion show if you're over in Copenhagen on the 22nd. That's this coming week. Uh, doors open at 7, and you can go see Slapshot playing with Smertig. Grunson's Tolderi and Urban Elite. Uh, Urban Elite, awesome band. Uh, I played both of those bands over on uh, Punkanoi Worldwide uh, just, God, it was just a little bit ago. And, God, you got to go see Slapshot. Slapshot's going through. And if you heard that interview that I, I was doing, not enough shows or, or bands are touring through Denmark uh, recently. So, Definitely get out there and check out those bands when they have that opportunity. And if you're near Denmark, which, what is that, uh, Sweden and Germany, right? Aren't they border those? Bordering? Yeah, well, they're across the, Denmark is across the sea from uh, the Scandinavian peninsula. Right. It kind of connects, though, like, it, yeah. I think there's a bridge or something like that that connects one of them. Yeah, it's a little, uh, what would you call that, a channel. Right. Right, so check them out, and I also had Alpha of uh, Urban Elite uh, on the Punkanoi Worldwide talking about some of those Danish bands. So get out there, go check out bands or uh, Slapshot shit if you're in that area, right? <laughs> and if yeah. you're not, you should be traveling to it. Uh, next up, the Exploited Chromags, Total Chaos, No Consent. They'll be playing in L.A. on. May 27th, looks like that. Tickets are available on Live Nation. I guess that makes them easier to find. Uh, High Desert Slam Fest with Guttermouth, No Consent, United Defiance, Since We Were Kids, Lost Issue, uh, The looks like The Hated Incorporated. That is on Saturday, May 28th, and that'll be in Hes- uh, Hesperia. I don't know where that is in California. That's one that I haven't heard of. Huh. Uh, anyway, go look up No Consent Band and you can see you know more details than I just gave right there. 
some other shows that are coming up. I looked at the wrong window. Sorry. Uh, Total Chaos, The Afraid. Uh, that was the one I just mentioned. Doug and the Slugs. That was a different flyer. There's actually two different flyers for it. Doug and the Slugs are playing this Friday, the 20th, in with, sorry, with The Pride. The Dry Sockets and Defected Drones, Up Your Bobber Sound System, and that is going to be in L.A. at First Street Pool and Billiard, so come ready to listen to some great tunes on that one. Eric, I think I might have one more. Is there any that you have to add before we get into the great cover-to-cover albums? Well, yes, I do. I have some local shows that are coming up, and also got to point out the... uh Incident that happened at a show last week on the 14th. Okay. Yeah, there was a show at Resolute Tattoo that was Thoroughgood Jenkins, 333, Youth Group, and Bad Mouth. Okay. And we will say an undesirable got there. It was one Trevor Bellacomo. Okay. And if you guys are from Salt Lake and you heard that name, you either know him as Never Trevor or you just know him as a total scumbag piece of shit who got what he deserved. And that is death. Okay. Yeah, there was a stabbing that happened. It was a... Uh, I don't know uh, what the uh, what the lead up to it was because I was not there. I've only heard a few, few things word of mouth, so I'm not saying anything's conclusive. But allegedly, uh, Kevin Cheerios who books a lot of the shows at Resolute and Wild Pepper. He's the guy who also uh, dubbed many cassette tapes, including ours. And, yeah, he has, his own, uh, he has his own distribution center built on top of that called Warning Label. So he's been doing a lot uh, for the scene, booking bands in and out of the state and just really going all out. He apparently saw Trevor... Coming up to the show, he's showing his face, and every time he does, there's always going to be something that happens. And mostly, it's just fights. He starts shit, and he just goes, uh, he just goes ballistic, and then he just meets a bunch of fisticuffs, and then he's gone. This time, there was no fisticuffs. Homeboy just had a uh, knife and just stabbed him in the neck. Wow. Yeah. And again, I don't know if there was any buildup to that. I don't know if there was any commotion, but that's that's the information I've been getting. Is apparently it was just he saw him and then, whoosh, and Trevor was uh, bleeding out. He got picked up by the paramedics and he died at the hospital. Kevin is now in jail. He is facing uh, charges on murder and obstruction of justice. So he'll be going away for a while, a long while, which is. It's a shitty situation no matter which way you look at it. Because, yeah, we are now down one uh, one pedo-racist, rapist, abuser and who is, like, hated worldwide. He's gone. He's not coming back. I say, good riddance. Rest in piss, Trevor. You suck. <laughs> but... The fact that it had to happen the way that it did was just, uh, it sucks. It's just shitty because now we lost uh, Kevin to the uh, to the system. And I know he's had problems. I knew that, I, I know he's had like a certain mental ailments that are giving him, that gave him some grief. And I've hung around him. I could always sense that something was off about him. But 
never to the extent of like this motherfucker's gonna kill me. Right. So that was a shock to to myself as as well as I'm sure to a lot, just judging based on the uh, the posts that were being made, and and yeah, some of them some of them were just like my friend actually made a very a very good point in the post. It's like we should stop treating him like a hero because he got rid of someone that was universally hated and just uh, you know a waste of carbon, pretty much. You know, because he still killed him. Right. <laughs> and and it was like, yes, it sucks what happened. I know he had his issues, and it's gonna suck with him gone. But we shouldn't be we shouldn't be just uh, holding him to the point that he did everybody a service and he should be set free. Because it's like, nah, yeah, a lot of people hated him, but it's still taking a life. Yeah. So it's still. There's yeah. certain circumstances, that's all right. You should probably, if you were doing something because he was doing something in the moment, right? Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, as far as I know, it was not premeditated. It was just a, yeah, but there was like intention of harm. And right. yeah, intent of harm. I don't think Kevin you like intended to in kill. somebody in the neck with a knife. There's, yeah. It's hard to justify. Yeah, exactly. So, and I don't know they what Kevin's history is with uh, Trevor. Like, I don't know what their thing was, but apparently Trevor has a history with everybody. And especially with uh, his now ex-wife, who he got with when he was 30 and she was 15. Yeah, that was... Yeah. So, yeah. And apparently that's not a... That was not a fucking... uh, What do you call it? A a single happening. (laughs) That's terrible. Well, yeah. let's finish. So, uh, let's finish the live show. So, let's yeah. give him some music. Yep. We're gonna Just change uh, the tone of the show. <laughs> yeah, happening. Those are some of the happenings that went on in Salt Lake the last week. So, I mean, it's just it's shitty. But well, hopefully, everybody else out there didn't have something so uh, not great happen in their scene. I yeah, I would <laughs> right. hope so. So that was the. So yeah, that was one of the shows that was, you know, the shows that happened. As for the shows that are happening on the 20th, this Friday, the band Ulteriors and Pseudos, Dysentery, Blood Mother, and Gatekeeper and the Posers okay. <laughs> will be playing at The Countdown, which is on 321 American Avenue. This show was scheduled to be at Resolute Tattoo, where the stabbing took place. So now obviously they're kind of... Uh, Scaling back from having shows booked there now. Okay, yeah. Uh, Probably bad for business having people getting stabbed there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, if we're still booking shows here, then we're going to lose a lot of clientele. So, so yeah, Resolute, I get it. They're a, they're a tattoo shop first and a venue just uh, not even really second. It was just there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's gonna be fun up on the uh, on the twentieth. I will, however, not be there. I will be at the Bay Strikes Back at the Depot. That is inclusive of Bay Area thrash metal bands from the eighties: Death Angel, Exodus, and Testament. Awesome. As if I couldn't get enough thrashing this past week. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bay is a loaded month, so I'm looking forward to that. Anyway. 21st on the Saturday at Aces High, uh, Solar Haze and Moon Wizard will be playing with my friends Pine Walker. So that'll be awesome. Also on the 21st is a 
is artist called Video Ouija and Mr. Hull with uh, Moniker Lewinsky, Bloodlust, <laughs> Amnesia, and Pylon Gate. It is a free house show at 964 West Genesee Avenue. And then on the 28th, there, there are a couple of shows going on. At Urban Lounge, it is going to be a backyard show, which is just the back parking lot. Okay. Uh, will be a pop punk show. It's uh, Wicked Bears, Milk Money, and Derek Christensen. And my drummer, Sydney, is going to be playing that with Derek Christensen on the okay. drums. Because she comes from the pop punk, skate punk scene. Okay. However, she will be, as soon as she's done with that, she'll be jumping on over to Aces because... My band has a show that night as well. Nice. We'll be playing at Aces with uh, In Your Grave, Anelita, and Voice of Treason. And, yep, we jumped on that show kind of, uh, yeah, a few days ago. <laughs> and we were hoping to get on the Crucial Fest show at Kilby Court on the 29th, but I don't know. I guess there wasn't any room for us. Oh. But... The show is still happening, and there are many a band to see there that you should check out, including Acacia Ridge, Despite Despair, Courtney Lane and the Chain, Sunfish, Say Hey, Box Elder, and Portraits. So, and apparently, many more to be seen. And Crucial Fest is going to be going on all summer. All summer long, different events, most of them Actually, all the rest of them, 21 plus. Okay. Yeah, he even tried to uh, book us on a uh, on another show, but our schedules could not match it. Darn yeah. it. So that sucks. Maybe next year. Right? Maybe next year. I'll, uh, I'll keep in touch with uh, Jerome on that. But doesn't mean that just because we're not on it doesn't mean that you should not check it out. <laughs> For the love of God, check it all out. Crucial Fest, it's coming back. And... Yeah, I hope it reaches the capacity that it did in 2019, because holy shit, that was... They had the whole fairgrounds, man. <laughs> now they're doing it at multiple bars, and it used to just be like a week-long thing, but now it's a summer-long thing, so... Yep, good on you, Jerome. Thank you for thank you for keeping it going. Awesome. But keep us in mind for next year. Okay, th- those are all the shows that I have, that I'm aware of, that are happening in May, so... That's all we got so well, far. Well, there's one that I said that I was saving. I thought you might talk about it because you typically inform us about the local shows. But it is a local show at the Beehive. It's Salt Lake City Hardcore on May 25th. Uh, it's going to be 10 bucks, And you can go see Mandalore and Snake Eyes. And then Den- from Denver, you'll get Moral Law. And from Richmond, you'll get No Other Way. So if you want to go see some straight-edge bands, uh, some vegan straight-edge bands in some of those cases, then come out to the Beehive on May 25th. Ten bucks. How the fuck did I not hear about this? <laughs> it's like when Bandalore's playing a show, I'm usually on it, but... You're not a straight-edge band, and it's all straight-edge bands. Some of which are <laughs> vegan straight-edge. Yeah, some of which are. I was just talking about <laughs> a vegan straight-edge band earlier. Right. And they're known by everybody, but I'll have to, I'll have to remember that. All right, well, now you know, why don't you get into the uh, album? And there's one more show I will be attending, but it's not here. It's in San Diego. Well, for anybody in San Diego or nearby, who can they go see with you? I am going to be seeing The Exploited with Total Chaos and Cro-Mags, TM, not JM, TM, (laughs) (laughs) and my boys in Project Sellout. All on that same bill. I am excited as all hell. I got my flights booked. I am going out there. I'm going to rock my ass off. And 
hopefully I'll make it back in time. Awesome. So yeah, that's what I'll be doing next week as well. Again, I'm getting a little showed out here. <laughs> but I don't care. It's fucking awesome. Total Chaos will be coming through in like a, the next month as cool. well. I don't know what the date is, but they will be playing Aces High with Ulteriors and Power Beer. Sweet. So look forward to that. Anyway. Let's get back to music. It's been a while. Yeah. Speaking of the Ulteriors, that is my that is my pick for today's cover to cover album. The Ulteriors by the Ulteriors. They are a band that's been together since 2013. And they released an EP. It was self-titled on October. I think October 30th or 31st, it was around Halloween, but it was October in 2013, and I came across this band because Slug was like, hey, this new kid who started writing for us, he likes punk rock, maybe he'll like this EP, and they gave me the ulterior EP, and I listened to it, I loved it, I did a little review on it, and then I was like, oh, hey, they're playing a show. I think they were playing with uh, uh, Guttermouth? No, that was a different show. Uh, either way, they were playing a show, and I got to see them, and I got to talk to them. I'm like, hey, I did your review. Oh, you did? Fuck yeah, dude. Thank you for the kind words and everything. And I think their uh, uh, their bassist at the time, he came. He was saying, yeah, when I read that, I was just like, yeah, it makes me feel good to be in this band. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm happy I reinstilled your faith. Nice. <laughs> anyway... Yeah, I've been talking a lot uh, before this, so I'm going to get right to it. The songs that I chose are like, uh, well, they have very different songs. Uh, for example, Broken Glass just uh, has this little swaying rockabilly beat. And songs like uh, songs like the one I'm choosing now, Bloody Bodies, it starts off pretty fast and then just gets into this uh, kind of dreary lull. And then it just picks up again in the chorus and then, boop, that's the song. So... I gave you a bit of a uh, rough sketch on what the song is going to be, but it's a different thing to listen to it. So, here is Bloody Bodies from Ulteriors. I hear you, you fucking fool, spreading all your shit. Your opinion that I'm sitting, I can't handle it. Preach it, preach it, preach it, preach it, try to rule our lives. Antiquated out, get it to be a
So yeah, pretty short and sweet, just like a punk rock band should be. I honestly chose this one because of the uh, lyrics and... And yeah, it's another war-based song. That's what it is. But the uh, right. lyrics in the very last part, it's like, uh, God wants bloody bodies, bloody bodies. And then it goes, Ayatollah in Iran, warlords in Afghanistan, Al-Qaeda and the Taliban forcing Islam where they can, priests in America, Christian nation, fuck yeah, bloody bodies. So it's like, <laughs> yep, everybody is guilty here. Right. <laughs> you fucked. So true. So yeah, I, Again, yeah, kind of going with a theme here, it looks like. And whoops. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that song is great. I even mentioned it in the review. It's like the lyrics remind me specifically of Megadeth's Holy Wars. <laughs> you know, they're, they're actually pretty similar. Not the same, but yeah. Just uh, fighting, yeah, fighting in God's name. I'm like, well, your God is kind of a, he's kind of a sadist, is, isn't he? <laughs> or it. Whatever the fuck you believe. It's just a... No. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's keep riding the religion train because the next song I have, I love it for the... I love it for the lyrics, but I love it for the structure. It just plays like a just really grimy rock song, a really good punk rock song. There's a... I love the guitar work in it. I love the solo in it. It just sounds so beautifully rustic and grainy. I just can't get enough of it. And this is the first song I heard by them. This is the first song many heard from them. Because this is the song that opens up the EP. Putting their best foot forward. And I mean that. I mean that. This is the best song on the EP. <laughs> I love every song on here. But Jesus Saves, this is the one. This is the one that really opened the world to uh, the ulteriors. So here's a nice little, uh, here's a nice little uh, shit talking on religion. Here's Jesus Saves. <laughs>
they say that Jesus saves, hammers crosses on the graves. Believe that Jesus saves, believe it, buddy, or you're gonna burn. <laughs> God, I love those straightforward lyrics that are just like, that just criticize blind faith. <laughs> right. Yep. And did you hear what I said about the music? The those guitar parts are just so rad. <laughs> Man, and uh and yeah, see the ulteriors. If you're not if you're not a thrasher and you're not going to uh bang your head to some old school uh testament songs, then yeah, and I mean old testament. <laughs> then check out the band that wrote Jesus Saves. <laughs> the uh uh where is it? I can't remember what it was called. Just rewind and uh, or follow the ulteriors on Facebook. They will they'll let you know what's going on. Right. Yep. And yeah, check them out live. They're a lot of fun to see live. Ike gets pretty animated. <laughs> I've been seeing them for years. And and yeah, I saw them just uh just last month with the uh, Cryptics. That was my first time seeing them in like three years actually. Wow. So so yeah. They're back in the fold. They're playing a lot of shows, and I apparently mentioned them a ton on this show. So that's all I got for the ulteriors. If you want to learn more, go find them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into some more music with Lurking Class. The band is from Albany in New York. I want to thank the band uh, for reaching out, putting them on the ra- our, our radar. Uh, they recently released a so great cover-to-cover album. I'm playing one track from two different EPs from the band. I'm not picking the same First, because they put out the Fury Session, which came out January 22nd of 2022, but they did put out Lurking Class EP on January 22nd, 2021, one year prior. So one year after the self-titled EP came out, they put out the Fury Session, which was uh, a live two-hour, two-track session recording that was part of the Pandemic Buster Special offered by Don Fury during 2021. They decided to release it in all of its raw live, it as a raw live and loud EP. So there's a couple tracks, obviously two tracks there, and we're going to listen to Theme for Lurking Class. I really enjoyed this one. That's why I wanted to play it and also highlight that they just released this as new music. And we'll get into another track here in a moment. So let's get into the music off of the Fury Session EP. It is theme for Lurking Class from Lurking Class. Right. 
I think everybody should have a theme song. Anonymous should write a theme song. Maybe we should. <laughs> Maybe we should. We're still in the we're still in the primitive stages of songwriting, apparently. Right. Well, <laughs> as you can tell, they they have elements of other. You know, uh, I, I can't even think of the one that it, it is. I don't want to call it parodying, but uh, kind of using, as it were, uh, as a part of that. And you just take the same type of blueprint there, and you plug in all your band members and what your band members do, and then you plug add a few other things, and boom, anonymous uh, theme song. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what term you would use to describe that. I guess it's like a, I don't know. It's like your it's television like band. It's a television band. You know the t- the TV bands that this person and they play guitar and this person they play drums. You know that part of the song. Okay. I know it's it's something. I, I just can't picture what it was. It's very familiar. I thought it was great. Uh, again, they're from Albany. If you're unfamiliar with Lurking Class, uh, they were founded out of sheer boredom during quarantine in March 2020. So they've only been uh, a band for just over two years. Wow. Yeah, you gotta love that. Yes. It was like, yeah, we were bored, so we started playing music together. Oh, good. Right? <laughs> also, a side note, The Countdown. That's the name of the venue where Ulteriors are playing this Friday. Okay. Yeah. So, The Countdown, once again, 321 American Avenue. Sweet. That, that makes sense uh, why they call it that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Lurking Class put out that self-titled a year prior, which was January 22nd of 2021. Off of it... We're going to check out a track called Wasted Time. The other one was from the Fury Session. Let's get into Wasted Time. One more from Lurking Class. street punk early yes we did and that was awesome (laughs) good stuff lurking class check them out thanks again to the band uh you know come across a lot of bands a lot of bands unfortunately just end up on lists that i have that i'm going to get to we only do one episode a week i've been doing until this week two episodes a week in punk and oil worldwide and still the lists are super long we do get to so much but uh, it's great when bands reach out, get it on the radar, like, yeah, hell yeah, we're going to play your stuff. Thank you for reaching out. And we have a whole laundry list of those two still to get to, which we will at some <laughs> yeah. point. 
Either here or Punkanoi Worldwide. I try to get to as much of it as I can. Eric, that was Lurking Class. That was some more street punk. Let's wrap up the show with something that's not street punk or punk at all. Yeah, this is kind of a, well, it depends on what you want to call thrash. Some people call it the punk version of metal. Some people call it the metal version of punk. But, you know, a lot of it really exists in the... uh, in that little middle ground. Right. And this band is no exception. This is this is sort of an ode, a sort of precursor to me gearing up for the Bay Area Thrasher Fest. Awesome. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I have already played songs by Testament and Exodus on this show. I played my favorite song by Exodus just uh, earlier this year, I think. Yeah, it was Fabulous Disaster. <laughs> Cool. It was either earlier this year or just uh, late last year, but I did play it recently. And a couple years ago, I played Testament's Native Blood, which is, yeah, probably the one I keep going back to the most. It's so brutal. <laughs> so brutal, and it's great, and it's catchy, and the guitar work is just immaculate on it. And so, yeah, I never played anything by Death Angel because, quite honestly, I never listened to them. <laughs> I, I never did. I mean, I heard them, but never really stuck with me. At least not enough to where I had to check them out. I figured, well, you know what? I'm going to be seeing them live. Maybe I should check them out. And I checked out their first album, The Ultra Violence. And yeah, I know. It has no themes uh, related to Clockwork Orange, I guess. <laughs> the, there might be. I'm just not picking up on it. But uh, whatever. It's some. It's some good stuff. It was the late era of thrash this is like the second wave like uh, you had your early roots coming in with metallica megadeth slayer anthrax and also exodus but exodus was that kind of a crossing line bringing all the, some of the old some of the lesser known thrash bands by proximity so then came testament then came death angel and a slur of others but we're talking about death angel here and yeah they're pretty good they are great musicians they are great singers the uh the guy, he hits like high notes where it just sounds like a blood-curdling scream. And you can kind of tell that he's not meaning for that to happen. It's just like, yeah! <laughs> and I'm like, well, it works in this context. So, And it happens a few times on this song. This song is very riff-heavy. It's got, um, it's thrash. What do you expect? But <laughs> the riffs are heavy. It's and it just has that sort of a groove where you could just picture them doing the Judas Priest line where they're just going back and forth together nice. in, in unison. So yeah, enough enough said about that. Here is Final Death from Death Angel.
quite an ending to that song. Yeah, you kind of pick that up with a lot of uh, old school thrash bands and metal bands in general. They really want to end the song. <laughs> right. And the audience just really wants the song to end. Right. <laughs> like, we get it. You can play your instruments. Uh, okay. Do yeah. you have, what, what else is next? It's not even playing the instruments. It's just like slamming on there. Just kind of soloing a bit. Really just... Making it feel like they're going out with a bang, which, yeah, they are, but even a bang doesn't last this long. <laughs> Did you drop an atom bomb? <laughs> so, but yeah, just that's my only, uh, yeah, that's my only criticism on, uh, on that. Like, I still get it. It's fun, you know, and it works in a live setting. Right. You know, you're just really like getting everybody, yeah, thank you, thank you. So, right. Yeah, not much else to say about that song or that album or that band. Just uh, I'm looking forward to see Death Angel even more now. And God damn it, I hope they play this song. <laughs> right. So yeah, Death Angel, one of the Bay Area's finest. Excellent. So come Friday, it's going to be, oh, I'm not sure I'll be able to walk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sore from last night right now. So, Oh, God. Not even 30. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> well, let's wrap up the show. We did a lot of chatting today about all kinds of uh, great live shows and everything else. So let's wrap it up with some more new metal because that's what I'm playing. The band is from Vancouver and British Columbia. The band is Noise Therapy. They were one of the most influential bands from British Columbia's rock scene. Uh, and the band members have actually gone on to other projects such as Kill Rhythm, which I'm not familiar with. But Econoline Crush, which I am. And maybe I'll end up playing them later on throughout this. But maybe. Uh, noise Therapy, cool band. They released Tension in 2002. Same time frame, like I said, late 90s, early 2000s is where the majority of these bands I'm going to be playing the releases are from, huh. anyway. The band is done as a band. Uh, have you heard of Noise Therapy? Yeah, I heard of, okay. but never got around to listening to them. So I can't put a tune to the name. All right, well, you're in luck. I'm going to put a tune to the name for you right now. Uh, this is, pro I don't know if it's one of their, their, their top song or whatever, but I really like it. Uh, cool track, it's called Get Up, It's Off of Tension. Let's do some noise therapy.
Sounded like if uh sounded like if corn it took some uh took some chill pills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. That's noise therapy. Get up, a little shit talking in that one going on. Speaking of, we were talking about shit talking earlier. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. The yeah, the nineties was full of that, right? And you got there, the face I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of shit talking in the in the nineties. In the two thousands, it was more like uh, heated debates. There you and go. then the twenty tens rolled around, and social media came in. Now it's nothing but shit talking. <laughs> yes, behind your computer screen. Keep it up, guys. Keep it up. Yep. Let's wrap the show up. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Music, Amazon, Music Player FM, and SLCPodcast.com. Plus, I'm sure plenty of other places you found us. You can find us on all those. Do it. You can find the bands on Instagram at shortfuse underscore HC, at booze and glory, at voice of addiction, at rise against, at down and out T or down and out X, but it's for TX, but they didn't put two T's. So it's down with an extra N. No, down, not out. What am I saying? Down and out. It's down, not out. <laughs> X. I'm, it's all one word. I'm reading it weird. Man. I'm like, that's not the band's name. What am I doing? If you want to make it even more compu- confusing, down and not out. Down and not out. Yes. <laughs> down, not out, X. But it's down, not out for TX because of Texas. Or if they're a band in recovery, d- down, not out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. At Lurking Class Band, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, you're up. Where we find you? On my personal Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC, uh, where you can find my band Anonymous. It, on Instagram is at anonymous underscore band official, and on Facebook at anonymous SLC. And you can find our merch, and you can download our music and purchase our music as what, however you may want. And you can find that at anonymousslc.bandcamp.com. My other band that was going through a name change, we are now called Dead American Radio. No shit. Yep. Okay. (laughs) But we still haven't changed the uh, Instagram handles from our uh, our previous name that was chosen, which was the Apathetics. Okay. So if you want to get in touch with uh, Dead American Radio, our handles are still as follows. On Instagram at theapathetics.slc. And, oh, wait, that's our Facebook. Never mind. That's our Facebook. Our Instagram is just The Apathetics. Okay. All one word. No punctuation marks, no uppercase, <laughs> no lowercase. Just, actually, it's all lowercase. Fuck. <laughs> okay, my uh, my other podcast that I am on, Lead Melodies, you can find that on Instagram at leadmelodies underscore podcast and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc and you can find it on circlepitradio.com. And if you want to keep keep in touch with the goings of on and SLC hardcore, uh, my week has been super stacked up, so I haven't been able to post much the last uh, seven days. But I should be making a post uh, a, in the next couple of days. Uh, anyway, where you can find those posts is on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. That's all it is, and awesome. that's all I have. <laughs> awesome. Well, you can find the bands on Facebook at Short Fuse Roma. At Booze and Glory Official, at VOA Rockers, that is for Voice of Addiction, at Rise Against, at Down Not Out X again, at Ulteriors, at Lurking Class, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. 
I want to thank everybody for joining us. We were a little bit chattier, uh, but we didn't have an interview to include, so we went a little longer than we <laughs> normally would, but still less than those episodes. So yeah, we basically interviewed ourselves. Yes. That's what we'll say. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the interview of us, and Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Well, just given on uh, some of the things I was talking about, I'm talking about war overseas and now war within the scene. Yeah. You know, just... Um, not going to say much. I said a lot, but I'll just leave you with this. Just really think carefully of where you are standing and how you're basing an opinion. If you think that the ends justify the means, all right, well, be prepared to uh, kind of back that. Just uh, with any opinion, really, but in, uh, th- but in shit that's happening right now, that has happened, that is affecting us. Shit that's affecting us that's uh, closer to home. That's when you really got to uh, know where you stand on things like this. You know, I know where I stand. And I don't have to share it with you. Because my opinion doesn't really matter as far as that's concerned. Your opinion matters to yourself. I'm just just like you. I'm just a guy wearing a band shirt. Talking into a microphone. Right. (laughs) You know? Not much different from you guys. This affects me too. Anyway, that's that's what I'll leave you with. So just just take that into consideration and keep that on you the rest of your lives. Play the fucking outro.